So, we're back. It's been a while. It's been a fair few months. In the new snake room that we're sweating it up in. It's good, all the adult racks just turned on, so it's going to be a hot one. We thought we'd just jump on, give a an update what's been happening, you know, now that Victoria's in lockdown, give someone, people, some people something to listen to. I need to get my <laughs> podco- podcast voice back on. Anyway, so what's been happening, Eden? Where have we been? Oh, just same old stuff, really. Just been busy, I guess. I moved house beginning of this year, so I've been getting everything set up and, yeah. Working. Been pretty flat out working, yeah. Working. Getting Hatchie's feeding. Hatchie's feeding. All the fun stuff. Getting adults ready for next season already. Yep, never-ending cycle it is. Just around the corner. Yeah. How's the butch industry? Good? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Slow down a little bit after Christmas, but that happens. That's good. Speaking about hatchies, how'd you go last season? What'd you get out? Yeah, it went pretty well. All the clutches I did, bar one, um, laid eggs. I had one girl slug out, not completely, but um, for the most part, a nice marble girl, but hopefully we'll have better luck this season. But yeah, I got, got the main ones out that I wanted to. I got few little new things for a new project that I'm doing with the Albino Marbles to get the ball rolling. Just getting started on that. Um, got some really nice T-plus out. Some mm, I've seen them. Stuff. Are yeah. they the Snake Ranch Ray line? They are, yes. Yeah, you yeah. hatched out some crackers. You hatched out some real nice... Yeah, like you, last good. season you had some nice yellows and this yeah. season you hatched out obviously yellows. You had some really weird... Nice orange ones, and you had some like fluoro orange ones, which yeah, like... lots of contrast, lots of lots of differences between the lot, which was cool. I didn't, I wasn't expecting to get anything that crazy. I so. find that I, I don't know how that works. Yeah, honest. I'm still still a bit stuck on it, but so you hatched out them. How getting many marbles out? Yeah, oh, not too, not crazy amounts, but I got a few out that I that I'm pretty happy with. So yeah, what about yourself? Um, everything or just the marbles? The marbles for the minute. We get to marbles. the other stuff after that. Hatched out a couple of good clutches myself. Yep. Um, Any had about, standouts for Had you? about like probably 20, 30 of my own and then had a good mate that I bought a couple of hatches off as well, which I'm going to grow them up, bought them on feeding, big group, whole clutch of them. So I'm going to grow them up, get them feeding and yep. see how they turn out and might move a couple on when they're a bit older and the colours, the colours have developed. But all up had about... 40, 50 marbles here, so... Yeah, well... Good little season with the marbles. Only had one clutch of hets as well, so that's always handy. I yeah, think for sure. Next season's going to be the same, only doing one clutch of het to marble. Just yeah, same here. I'm limit doing limit how many hets I get out. They're good little snakes, but, you know, just focus on the marbs. Yeah. So, um, hatched out a couple with um, white patches, hatched out, hatched out more, actually, with black patches, which is interesting, so... You got one of those boys, so grow him up and see what he reproduces as. Should yeah. be interesting. That uh, should be cool. But also hatched out, like you said, a couple of T plus stimmies. Yeah, there are a, a few re- freaks amongst the mix. Yeah, I had a real nice, um, really, really, really nice orange one. Real clean and crisp, but then also, but I've also got, I've already got, the, the dad was like that, so I yeah. thought there's no point keeping him, so I sold him to a mate. Um, but I've got a really nice orange T-plus that was tricolour. So he's going to be staying here, growing him up. And yeah, for got sure. A, got a nice orange visual female here that I'm going to keep back. And maybe a couple of heads as well, I'm not too sure yet. Yeah, um, 
wait and see how they go. Yeah, nice. Um, what else did I produce? Our Max hatched out um, a fair few Our Max as well. Not not my biggest year. Only hatched out about seven or eight of them. But yeah. um, any crazy ones? Oh, I hatched out another lavender. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, nice. Hatched out another what I'm thinking's a sun glow, but wait and see. So hopefully next year you might be able to do. Yeah, we'll we'll get some, onto that at the end. But exciting stuff. <laughs> um, only a small year. Probably only produced. Out of my uh, Mac line, probably only 30, 40% of what I have actually bred. So yeah. still to get that many is a good little number. Yeah, but for sure. You can't win them all. It's exciting next season. That means that more girls are rested and primed and next season should be a cracker of a year. Um, Keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. What else did I read this year? Obviously, and then, yeah, obviously the special project, which is, as a lot of people are knowing, because I can't keep my mouth shut, hypos and all that cool fun stuff. But, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, nice. What was the highlight for your year? What was kind of the, the one animal that you were stoked to produce? Uh, probably that really fluoro one that we just talked about, the fluoro mm, T+. Plus. Yeah. That was from my original mail from um, Josh Hatton from the Steak Ranch line. Bred over a pos head I also got from him that proved out. And yeah, the whole clutch started feeding right off the bat. Snappy little things and got some... Got a couple of really nice fluoro ones and then sort of your standard T-plus in the mix as well. Mm. And the heads, the heads were really nice and light, so... Pretty interesting clutch. That was probably probably the highlight for me. Mm. But I was pretty stoked with everything. Yeah, same. I don't have any highlight, to be honest. I just yeah. had a heap of cool animals that I'm always yeah, opening tabs sure. and looking at. I've got to mention those um, reduced pattern posset abs that I've produced are pretty nice. Yeah, cool. I put a photo up of them the other day that... You got the best out of the clutch, but we won't say that to anyone else. But it's alright. <laughs> um, I'm so excited for them to grow up. They're from obviously yeah. Cape, Cape York lineage, I'm pretty sure. And um, if anyone could see the the mum in person, I'm sure they'd oh, be blown away by the size. You know size. what we don't realise though? The dad's also from Cape York out crossing, and he's um he's probably a five foot animal. He's just doesn't get fed as much, so he's not as chunky as her. Yeah, so yeah, they'd sure. be some of the biggest bloody max in Australia. Oh, I like, could almost put money on it. Hundred so. percent. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep them back, that pair back, and also probably a couple of, um, the Lavender Posset siblings. Yep. But I'll, um, probably, yeah, not too sure yet. I'll probably have a couple of those reduced pattern stuff for sale, so if anyone wants any, hit me up. Yep. Yeah, cool. The website's still, still going. We should have some more stuff on there soon. The website's good. It's just, obviously, we've been, so work for me's picked up, so I was smashing through the snakes trying to get them all up there. We've actually only got about 10, 15 marbles left, so they've gone quite quickly with the ones that I've produced. So I've only got a couple left, but they're going to hit the website soon, just getting a couple feeding. And, um, yeah, I've got a bit of stuff to chuck up there when I can get some good photos. But yeah, it's cool. More so just seeing how everything's starting to colour up and, and go from there. I've got a couple of Mackies will start going up and, and even some, maybe some T-plus dimmies and hats. And that's yep. sort of, there won't be many, but there'll be a couple, so that'll be cool. Yeah, um, but talking about cool stuff, what do you reckon? Obviously, it's been an interesting year with COVID and twenty twenty. And yeah, absolutely. What do you reckon is the coolest thing you've seen produced by others this year? Coolest thing. It's the cool. Pretty hard to nail. Ant, it only ant related. Sorry, guys. It's pretty yeah. hard to nail it down to one thing. One of the one of my favourites would probably be the the marbles with the patches, like the white patches. Um, mm, there was a few produced. There was a couple yeah. of people producing like. Some nice white patches, I think. 
Yeah, the standout was probably Darren Boswell for me, but oh. like then you got Kurt Lively who produced some crackers as well. Kurt, Kurt produced some crackers, and we, when we went over to see him, he didn't even realise how good they were. I think until they had a couple yeah. more sheds, but he called them blizzards. I reckon we should call them snowflakes. Snowflakes, that's not bad. I don't mind that, eh? Hey? Yeah. I think blizzards are gonna blizzards are gonna come into the morphine when you get like albino, anarchy, snow, like you know what I mean, like that yeah. sort of stuff. I reckon snowflakes cool. Snowflake yeah. Marvel. Yeah, I don't know, sure. I was, was going to put it to him, <laughs> see what he thinks. Um, but yeah, that was, that was some of the nicest marbles I've seen produced. That no. one from Darren's just oh, absolutely crackers. Yeah, and, um, and obviously the mum is from um, Southern Cross. Original and you've ones. obviously also got a female from them as well. So that'll yeah. be exciting for you this year. Yeah. Um, hopefully you can crack something cool out like that. I'm, I'm also working Fingers on a little... Fingers crossed, yeah. I've got a couple of patchy females here that I'm going to try and recreate some better patches on but yeah um i think one of my favorites was that um that mac i, I love a good mackie and that striped that pinstripe that um, dave evans produced yeah, that, that single was... that single it was probably from head to vent it was just behind the head to vent unbroken one line yeah that was, that was stunning else. i'd imagine that in an album yeah that. um speaking on max birchy produced some cracking granites the yeah. like the weird looking funky patchy one was that from head to head as well yeah yeah i'm pretty sure head to head or head to pos head Sorry, so, the odds on that? that's nuts he had some really good odds with that clutch i'm not too sure exactly but had yeah. like over 50 percent being granite um what else what else was the cracker that everyone produced oh it's oh, been a lot speaking of granites um the granite the granite marble granite marbles yeah I think they were produced last season, but they just weren't too sure. But they're nice-looking animals. Yeah. They're, they're funky. Uh, I can't say they're my cup of tea, but they're very funky and interesting. And being an ant guy, I love them. Yeah. But um, I like them. I think Marty produced a couple of them, and even Dave. Yeah, definitely. It'll be exciting over the next couple of years, I think, to see all this new stuff that's going to be coming out. Like, everyone's starting to dip their finger in it, I think. Mm. Um... I'm just trying to think. What else did someone produce that's pretty good? Birch produced the Albino Mac Paradox. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was pretty that cool. Was anyway, anyway, I'm sure there'll be heaps of cool stuff that everyone produced, but um, it's been a while since we've been on the podcast, and there's been a couple of new revelations that's popped up. <laughs> um, new morphs that people have created and proving out, and yeah. obviously the um, we just touched on it, the granite marble. That's something that I think was produced last season, but that's obviously a world first. Yeah, Any other world first we've seen this year that people have produced at least? Um, yeah, the pie... Or Kurt, oh, not, not... He didn't produce any this but year, but Kurt Lively from Getting the Ball Rolling. Australia. He's come out and hit us all with a curveball and um, shown us all that he's working with a pod stimuli. Mm. So, completely unrelated to the ones we've seen in the past. Um, he's, I think he said he's got a pair, does he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, fingers crossed that he can get them off the line, because Australia's screaming out for a pie. The whole world's yeah, screaming out for a pie. Aussie pretty animal. exciting. Um, I mean, the combinations are endless with pie, and it's something yeah, to be very excited for. Um, Definitely. I think Definitely. something else that... I, I love my Mac, so... Birchie came out on Chris Kappa's show, FNL Reptile Chat, was it? 
Creative Chat or Reptile Creative Chat? Chat? I can't remember. Creative Chat. I was on it. I should know. <laughs> um, but Birch came out and said that he produces, or he has been producing, Annery, Annery Max. Yeah. So... I've known about it for a little bit, but it's something that's very exciting, and it's definitely there. It's definitely different. It's we weren't sure if it was Xanthic or Anery for a bit there, but it's looking yeah. like it's Anery just because you're still getting a couple of colours that usually Xanthic wouldn't wouldn't produce. But he's put it in his platinums and in his albs and his granites. I'm pretty sure, and there's some definite there. differences. Yeah. So that'll be that's a, that opens up a lot of possibilities and. Hundred percent. Um. So even if we if we think of Max alone, pure Max, you've got platinum, you've got albino, you've got granite, and you've got um, or blondes, blondes, polygenic, but um, and now anorak. That's that's exciting. And then obviously yeah, you've got stripe and blonde and all that sort of jazz. But um, I'm kind of working on the opposite spectrum to Pete, and looks like I've got hypo. Yeah. So. I think you've done done a fair bit of work with them over the past two seasons to well I've done a couple generations not a yep. lot a couple I've done a fair few pairings of it this season will be the first season that I'm going to actually get a really really good idea I think two years uh, well not this season gone the season before everyone I was posting it everywhere because I didn't even realise myself that yep. albino with the crazy oranges and the white head and that's actually looking like it's a sunglow yep. which is pretty cool um, last season I was pretty unlucky on the odds and got a lot more males than females whereas this season swung the complete opposite way I've got about 90% females and yep. 10% males which is good beautiful but there's some definite clear outliers of what's what and I think it's exciting it looks like there's even some other oddball stuff in there coming out with increasing in patterns and um, yeah there's a lot of variation between them that's for sure oh I showed you that pair of tonight you know you've got brother and sister from this line yeah and they're both the dad's dark dark as and the female's dark as as well they just look like normal dark max and i was showing you animals that look like blondes yeah which the color variation and pattern variation you watch you watch over time and they'll start to fade out and or the darkness will fade out and i'll get real light and it's almost it's not black it's not black or brown it's more purple yeah the the background and you gotta remember hypo is a reduction of black it's not complete lacking black like an albino. It's reduction. Yeah. And yeah. Max already have a lot of black in them. So yeah, exactly. It's going to take a bit of um, wine breeding of them. and Wine tuning. Getting the best of the best, but I think we'll see some of the best soon. So now including that in there, you've got you've got albino, granite, hypo. Because the hypo I've got look is look is looking like it's recessive. Yeah. Um, granite, albino, hypo, anery, platinum. platinum. So that's five. Five recessive genes, because Pete reckons that um, platinum's recess, uh, recessive. Yeah. So that's five recessive genes we've got in the Max alone. Mate, yeah. It's going to be some very interesting years for the Max. Definitely. I, 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 I've got nothing against people that crossbreed. I've got a couple here that yeah. uh, crossbreeds, um, <coughs> which is, should be interesting. I've got some, um, like you, I've got some double het alb marbles. Head, yeah. Double het. And that's Not about, visuals, but I'm, that's about it. Yeah, that's about even, all I'll be going, going even to. Even stimmies, I've got some stimmies that are possible um, possible snake ranch line, but they're also Het Dave line, so that'll be interesting putting those two together. Yeah. Those two pairs, but um, yeah, it's going to be some interesting time for the ant world. Yeah, definitely. 
I mean, I can't imagine the five gene animal, but who cares? Let's do it. Stuff it. Yeah. I think yeah, albino. I, I think albino granite will see the next year or two. Yep. I think albino. I reckon there's a few that we're going to see in the next. Albino platinum. I reckon about a, maybe next season or the season after. Yep. I think um, striped albino Peter's done. But no, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, the thing with the albinos is that because they're weak, no one really thought to put them in these projects until now. Yeah, so. that's right. Is, are there any new new double combos or anything you're looking to get into this season? Pure pure ones with the Max? Or? Oh, just the um, just the albino granites. Yep. It's hard to get into. Yeah, nice. Um, and then obviously Peter's anary line. Yep. Some uh, platinum, platinum anary and etc. So... Yeah, cool. I just think the possibilities are endless with that sort of stuff, and I, I mean, I, I'm I've got enough holdbacks of this hyperline I've got. I mean, this year I had to hold back six clutches worth of max. Yeah. So right there it's alone, you're, you're literally looking at about fifty-five hatches because a couple of the clutches are pretty big, and there's a small one. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, I'm probably keeping ten, five to ten marbles, just depending how they colour up. Keeping probably. A, Quad group of T plus Timmy stuff. Yeah. Then a couple of other het alb mackies that I produce this year in Albs. So Keeps looking at growing. about seventy hatches that I'm keeping back this year, so Yeah, far out. Oh well, this is what it is. Lucky you got the room. But so we're just on a short one tonight just to get back into it. Hopefully we can start this up again. Even if it is only once a month, whatever, who cares? At least we're talking snakes. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> um What's your uh, plans for this year, Eden? What, what, what's kind of... I know it sounds crazy that we're already talking about next year when we literally speak about hatches. It was like yesterday that we were doing these podcasts and what are we pairing? <laughs> but what have you got in the pipeline that you want to share with us? Yeah, Obviously, so, I've said about our hypo, my hypo, our hypo, whatever. Yeah. So nothing, no secrets now. So no, what have we got planned? That's it. So... Obviously, I'm still going to be doing the marbles. Obviously. 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 <laughs> obviously. Marbles, T-plus. Um, yeah, same old stuff with them, really. I've got a couple of new head girls that I'll be using for, for both sides of things. And then I'll be having my first crack at really breeding Max, I guess. Yeah, I've got, I think I've got three platinum pairings. Um, nothing too crazy. I don't go as hard as Jake, but... We've got you've still got get some stuff out, but plat yeah. to plat, you've got plat to het plat, you've got plat to alb, you've got some head alb stuff going as well. T plus. Yeah, I got the yeah. I got marbles. Heck Oh, you got the heck granites too. Having a crack at the heck granites. Um, hopefully, I can get one of them out at least visual. I'll be stoked with that, and then. Fingers crossed I might even be able to get an alb out this season. We'll see how we go. Ooh, the elusive alb. <laughs> i got a head-to-head pair and a, a post-to-post, so we'll see how we go. You'll be right. Yeah. They're from a legend, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sharing the love. But I think this year, for me, it's going to be quite an extensive amount of hyper pairings. Yep. In about 10 how many to, are we talking? 10 to 15. Yep. So, 10 to 15. What are you going to do with them, or are you going to end up pretty clogged up soon? Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with them, depending on what the results is. Obviously, the biggest thing is obviously pairing the sun glow back to her dad. Yeah. So, if what we're thinking's right, the dad is head alb, head hypo, yep. and the sun glow is a visual alb, visual hypo. So, technically, one in four will be sun glow, one in four will be 
Albino, one in four will be Hypo, one in four will be Double Head. Yep. There's quite good odds there. So that's yeah. my most number one anticipated pairing. For sure. Because everything else, obviously, we're working head-to-head, so everything else... Well, not everything else, but a couple of the stuff that I held back is also going to be possible head hypo, possible head out. So it's going to be yeah. quite an extensive year of hatchlings from that project and just working <laughs> out what's what, but it'll be good. Um, that's... Oh, almost fell. Obviously, also doing platinum to Albino, trying to get some double heads. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's an exciting one. Albino to Granite, make some double heads, that'll be exciting too. Yeah. Um, marble, marble, I'm just keeping the marbles. And yeah. keep them pure still. Yep. Um, but obviously going to try and recreate some patchy stuff. Sure. Um, heck granite to heck granite. Um, T plus. I didn't realise it was such a popularity for T plus. So yeah, no, it's crazy. Pulled my finger out and up my production. <laughs> <laughs> this season, got a couple of visual girls and then one big heck girl from you and yeah. might even do a couple of normal to the visuals. And yeah. Etc. That'll be fun, but I think this year my main thing I'm really excited for is the Albinos. Had a pretty disappointing year last year with the Albinos, and um, got about. Uh, I think you got to uh, kind of expect that with them though. Got still... about seven to eight pos hats. Yeah. There's about ten or twelve hats there, I think. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a nice little year with them. A couple yeah. of head boys, a couple of our boys. Um, and yeah, I'm just really excited to just have a crack. Obviously, 2021 was a, 2020 was a good year. Yeah. But not a great year. We had a lot of failures. So it'll be good this year. Never going to be perfect. Yeah, they're animals. They're live animals yeah. we're working with. So it is what it is. Um, hopefully, rewrite some of those failures. And like I said, in a way, it's good. Some of these girls were breeding two years in a row and then they got rested last year because they didn't breed. So yeah. light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but it'll be interesting. I think... I've got a really nice blonde head alb. Yeah. Got a couple of nice um, pos head bl- um, alb that are blondes as well. Yeah, I'm excited pair. to see what you can get out from some of the stuff from oh, not the past season, the one before. I don't think that the blonde albino are going to be much different. I no, think it will be different. Yeah. But um, I, I've got a couple of blondes there that are like the traditional big blotched yeah. ones, and then I've got a couple that are real small reduced pattern. That's what I was more talking about, like the sort of... Yeah, the smaller speckling and everyone loves that sort of thing. Um, but lavender, lavender over platinum. Yeah, <laughs> should be good. Also, yeah, I'm gonna probably put the well, the albinos already in the hyper line, but might put the platinum in. Do a bit more. Who knows? Oh, the platinum into the hyper. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? And then obviously there's the albino olives as well. But are you gonna give them a run? Yeah, probably. She's yeah. been on a diet. So, trying to get rid of these cool to crack creases. <laughs> um, we've got a couple of questions off Instagram, just a quick one tonight. So, we'll address them. And, um. Alrighty. Wait, 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 wait. Have we done a podcast since you've um, gotten engaged? No. Oh, Eden popped the question. So, if you want to go back and listen to all our old podcasts of where <laughs> I was teasing Eden, I actually known about it for months, but he just hadn't. Grown a pair of hemi peens and done it, so, <laughs> so he finally grew a pair and did it, <laughs> which yeah, is good. So congrats, mate! Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What are the list of questions? All right. So Reptile Republic, Australia. Oh yeah. What's your favourite? We won't read all the names because I thought it'd be here all night. What's your favourite morph within the Andrew Um, 
I love the Albino Max still. They're my favourite. But yep. I love the Max. Max altogether, because I don't think... You can't give me a single Mac that I won't like. So, yep. but the Albinos specifically. Yep. You? For sure. Um, Probably still the Marvels. Ooh, Mate, really? It might, might change after this season. I, like, I love them all, but like something about the Marvels for me. But yeah, you never know. The Platinums might... Swing this season. Yeah, the granite who knows. Oh, the granites. <laughs> Alright. How do you get stubborn hatchies to eat? Oh, I like this. So out of the 180, 200 hatchies, I think thereabouts, that I produce this year, um, I think I've only got about 10 hatchies here that don't really like eating. Yeah? So What's the magic trick? I'll wait for the hatchies to hatch. Obviously, don't pull them out of the egg. <laughs> Put them all together, let them have their shed, then I'll separate them. Sex them, separate them, clean water, paper towel. Let them settle for two to three days and I'll offer them a pink. Usually, a lot of them have a strike response. Um, if not, I can usually tickle a strike response out of them. Yep. Um, and then from there, they strike, hit the mouse, and eventually they're going to hit the mouse just on the right spot and you just stay still like a statue. Don't move, <laughs> yeah. move don't breathe, don't sweat, don't do anything. And usually once they realise it's in their mouth, they go, I may as well eat it. Yeah. So yeah. usually eat it. If they don't do that, leave them for a week, try again. They don't yeah. eat again, leave it for a week, try again. Usually after about three weeks, I'll just go stuff it and I'll just get a mouse tail and usually they're pretty small, so I'll just mouse tail them and usually, again... Once they get a mouse tail half in their mouth, they're like, okay, I may as well eat it now. And they usually eat it. I've generally had great success doing this. And then usually after the fourth or fifth mouse tail, they just start eating on their own. They yep. usually get a strike response. They usually get a bit of zest about them. Yep, yep. And that's how I do it. There's yep. a couple, don't get me wrong, there's a couple here that are absolutely rubbish feeders. And I use the mouse tail. And then as they're eating the mouse tail, I'll sneak a mouse in behind it, uh, Pinky. But that's just a couple of them. A couple of them are absolutely head cases, but this season I haven't bothered with scenting or anything. What yeah, about you? Yeah, no, pretty much what I've been sticking to is just tails. I haven't really gone too crazy on anything I've got. I've still got a few that aren't feeding, don't get me wrong, but um, I've had, had a lot of success with the tails again this season. Just If they don't want to eat, just keep giving them tails and eventually they'll open their mouth and... Either snap it or slowly take it, but yeah. I don't have enough patience to see if they're going to oh, snip it and open I it. I don't either, but you have more success. You I know do. people have success with lives as well, but yeah, you now that we don't breed our own, it's kind of hard to get access to them. It's but. getting to the point now, but with a couple of them, where I'm going to have to start jazzing it up a bit. <laughs> um, next question: What have you got planned for next year? Um, Snake-wise, we've already touched on it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this season coming. Hopefully, I know listeners are probably thinking, how often do these guys move? I want to move again one one last time for the next couple of years. So, <laughs> get the snakes in somewhere more sturdy. They're in a nice snake room now, but somewhere um, somewhere more permanent. So, yeah. other than that, no other plans really. Just producing unreal reptiles. Next question. Do you freight? Oh, this has been a huge question this year for me personally, having so many animals to sell. We do freight. We use Animal Arc, Susie's Animal Arc. It's a road freight company. They specialise in animals. So the vans and trailers are all air-conned, etc. Um, yeah. 
Usually takes up to sometimes up to four or five days, but the snakes are okay. Never had a single issue. Yeah, they're right. awesome. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to use her to go. They generally. The cans. They generally use pick up like they use freeway exits to drop off and pick ups, etc. Costs a hundred and thirty odd dollars. I'm yep. pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and what this allows, it allows Eden and I not to drive an hour to the airport, an hour back, and three dollars in fuel. So. Um, it costs just the same for us, but we just don't need to drive as far, so it's really handy for us. Okay. Unfortunately, with freight, it is a bit of stress on the animal, so I preferably like local pickup only. I don't like freight. If I do, I usually won't send an animal for many months because I want to make sure it's bulletproof. Yeah, bullet. Oh, sorry, proof. So that's my take on it. Yeah. Yeah, no. Pretty much spot on, yeah. And if... Um, I can't use Animal Arc. I'll obviously have to use Qantas Freight because of COVID. Apparently, they're not booking through individuals and you need to have a company. So, something we to think about. Where can I buy some of your animals? Well, usually they're on the website. I need to update it. I've been slacking it the last fortnight, three weeks. But usually on the website, they are all reptiles down classifieds. Or Facebook will put a teaser up sometimes, or just message us and ask what's available. Yeah. Although, please, if you're going to message us saying what snake's available, be specific, your budget, what you're after, what species. Um, budget's the biggest thing. So if there's no point you saying, I want a spotted python, me sending you a picture of an Arab Mac or a granite or, you know, if you've only got 300 bucks to spend. So, that's just a little one. Um, yeah, for sure. What did you produce last season? We've already touched on it a little bit, but um, just a whole bunch of cool animals, really. Yeah, these questions, A lot of these questions we've already tried to answer, really, in the episode. Um, but Kurt produced some nice platinums from his white yeah, plat line. Yeah, they were nice. Pretty cool. Um, where have you been? Where have we been? <sighs> we've been around, you know, just Nothing new, really. living life. Just really just trying to get by and get animals feeding. It's a pretty tedious routine, really. I don't know about you, but wake yeah. up, check the snakes. Consumes your life, that's Check sure. to make sure nothing dropped or regurg, which usually doesn't happen, but sometimes does. Go to work, come home from work, check all the snakes, try and go to the gym. I don't know about you, but put on about 15 kilos since <laughs> COVID and snake season, so... I'm not there yet. I'm a bit chunky. <laughs> And then snakes, dinner, snakes, dinner, snake. Like, I'd check them probably four or five times a night, usually. But yeah. especially getting adults ready for this coming season. We'll do an episode before we go quiet again for 10 years. But we'll do another episode soon on... Um, obviously, we've got some episodes on how to get females ready and how to pick your pairings and all that cool stuff. But yeah. we'll do that at a later date. So, but yeah, we've been around. Sorry, guys. Been a bit quiet. What's the next question, Eden? Advice for first-time ant breeders. We've got heaps of questions. Advice for first-time ant breeders. Don't do it for the sake of it. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a learning experience yeah, for everyone. If it's your first clutch, fair enough. Have a bit of a play around, but don't... If I could say anything to anyone is... Yeah, I know it's not all about morphs, but do something that is going to benefit the hobby. If you want to breed... So go get yourself a pair of hats even, you yeah. know? 
produce it's so much it's it's an awesome feeling seeing a head pop out but imagine seeing a normal pop out and then a marble or yeah. then a T plus you know I just think it would mean a lot more and plus they're actually probably going to sell yeah you know that's the biggest thing you got to find homes for all these animals yeah that's a thing I think the all... biggest the biggest thing really is be prepared to keep them all mm. act as if you're not going to sell any of them because the chances are you won't get at least a couple of them feeding for a few months. They can be a real pain in the butt. So yeah, be prepared. Don't um, don't give up. It can be very rewarding. But um, I saw someone post last night, and it was, um, a spotted for sale, blondes. Yeah. That had four feeds, and I was thinking, would I be happy to buy an animal that's only had four feeds? I don't think so. So why would I sell animals that have only had four feet? I don't know. It's just my preference. I don't like selling animals unless they've had 12 plus feeds. And when I say 12 plus feeds on their own, I mean you put the mouse in front of them, they tongue flick and they hit and wrap and they smash it. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of the biggest thing for me. But obviously, yeah, make sure they've got homes. But sometimes they can't find homes and they have to stay at your home. So be prepared for that. That's right. That's the biggest one. Um, Other than that, do your research buy off a good brand that's happy to help you and don't wait don't wait to the last minute before you buy an incubator or anything else you need be prepared what do you use to wash your females after laying eggs straight water or um usually i just use straight water but sometimes i just use like a natural hand so it's just to get the smell off the the egg smell off the females so we just warm water to the touch and just natural hand so if i use who are you yeah, just warm water, honestly. Warm water, yeah. Yeah. It just depends how thorough I'm trying to be. Another question, how much do your mice smell? Um, We don't have them anymore, but when we did, they weren't too bad. No, we had them in Usually. a garage that wasn't wasn't crazy big, but you could you could smell it when you walked in, but it wasn't a... I didn't mind it. It wasn't a bad smell. Nah, cleaning what, days were sometimes bad, but that's after a couple of hot days, and obviously we were busy and... They it's more the smell of the wood shavings, to be honest. Sorry. Yeah. Um, my better to feed mice or rats? Depends on the animal. Depends on that. I've got some girls here that only eat rats. I've got some girls here that only eat mice. Yeah, like both will do the job. The eighteen-month-old girls, well, it's probably sixteen months right now. But the girls that are growing up for next year, I literally just defrost 20, 15, 20 adult mice a night, and I was going Stay and feed crazy. Yeah. But the younger girls and the boys, and all the older girls, I usually try and feed them like small rats. Usually, just rats. Mm-hmm. Usually. More bone density in them, but it's much of a muchness, really. Obviously, a jumbo mouse versus a wiener rat. The wiener rat's going to have a lot less fat than the jumbo mouse, so we wouldn't. I don't feed fatty items to the males. I feed. I shouldn't say that. I just feed adult mice, so they're pretty fatty. But <laughs> it's much of a muchness. But in saying that, some of the boys also give them a small rat once a month. Yeah. Uh, best ant. Well, that's a hard one. Hmm, best ant. Antaresia species or antaresia morph or <laughs> ant insect? I don't know. No, I like the Max. Max, Albs. Probably my own hypos, but no one else has seen them really yet, so wait and see until you see them. Yours still marbles? Oh. Um. Come on, champ, honest, spit it out, mate. Probably, probably the pods, even though they're not really oh. available to the ready market. Ready but, market. 
I don't think you I've seen enough pies yet to really see. Probably seen more than most people. So. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, have you seen the new racks out of Sydney? I have. Interesting. They're the ones that the metal ones. Yeah. Um, they look like very cool racks. I'm a bit. Wor- I've got a couple of friends that got them. I'm a bit worried about the gap for smaller ants in them. Um, also the price tag. We're in my room right now and I've just moved all my Macs into vision racks and then all my adult, all my other stuff, children's and stimmies are in one of the old iron bark racks Um, and then all the hatchies, all bar two vision hatchy racks, the rest are going to be in Melamine reject shop tubs. Yep, yep. So Eden does everything in vision and then his hatchies in those sorts of racks as well, so... That's what we think. What's your thought on the market at the moment? These are good questions. I love these. Yeah. What is your thoughts on the market at the moment? I think... You go. Yeah, I reckon it's it's sort of gone up and down a little bit the past few seasons, but I reckon now... I don't know. It's people, more people are getting into the hobby, so more people want to buy snakes. I feel like the marbles and that sort of stuff people really like they see them they think well that's I've never seen anything like that before but then then again you got your your breeders who are wanting to get into the the new stuff that's coming out and that's creating a sort of a different side of the market for for breeders I guess um yeah I feel like it's sort of going to stabilise over the next couple of years but then again, everything's going to start getting a bit more exciting, like within each morph. More people are breeding them, line breeding them, so more stuff's going to keep popping up. But yeah. Keep talking. I'm moving this stool. This stool's shocking. I'm trying not to swear as much because I know that we have some <laughs> tr- child visitors. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so I, I the believe. Thing with, like, t- yeah. t plus children. T- children's. Children? Um, There's children T plus. <laughs> They've sort of flattened out at a, a price that they're not really going to move at now, and I reckon that that did happen with the marbles, but then people have seen the potential, so it's sort of skyrocketed the price a little bit. Yeah, I, I, okay, I think the market's steadied out massively right now. I think we're in a, like you said, we're in a market where marbles are more affordable to your everyday keeper, or your beginner, sorry, yeah. um, which is awesome, but they're also marbles are also one of a stable in our collection. Yeah, exactly. So, it's something for a beginner and um, your experience. I love selling beginners a marble and a head. Yeah. Usually chuck the head in for them, but a nice little project for themselves. I think the market right now is stronger than it's ever been. People want to pay for quality, so... Yeah, definitely. If you want to set the price, you want to set the price. I mean, um, yeah, Dave, if no one wants your animal, no one wants your animal. That's what Eden and I said, if you got to be prepared to house the animal. So if I put a price tag on an animal and someone doesn't want to pay it, then I'll just keep it. It's yep. all good. Simple like, as I've got that. space for it. So. Definitely. Um, yeah, next all question. Right, next question. What are your most exciting projects? You go first on this one. Hypo. Hypo. Hypo Albino, so Sunglow. Yep. Um, Hypo Platinum. Albino. It's just all the little combos within the max. Don't get me wrong, I'm really excited about Albino Marbles, but... They're kind of just a little side project that I'm doing for just to see what they're like. I'm actually really excited about what they're going to turn out like. Yeah, cool. Especially considering the variation in marbles. So imagine that as an albino, it'd be cracker. Yeah, 
but wait and see obviously and then i'm really excited for the likes of new projects such as kurt's pies and birchie's anneries yep so for sure. some good little projects going on what about you uh probably the obviously the marvel albinos i'm keen as to hopefully crack one of those eventually and then for this season the head alb stuff with some of jake's secret ingredients mixed Ooh. in Eden's the first to get the hypers stuff so that's hopefully see what comes out of that they're probably my main ones and the heck granites I'm pumped about them yeah it's not a whole lot of granites around still yeah surprising there were some issues at the start with them but they're almost gone next question ends with the question list now what's the the best thing you've bred the best thing I've ever bred I can't answer that one for you sun glow yeah (laughs) you've done that or um lavender albino yeah that's pretty good how many questions we got Ooh, a couple. Got a few more. Um, Sunglow, Lavender Albinos, or a lot of people love my blonde head out. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Trackers. But, yeah, they're probably my best things I've ever bred in my own collection. Yeah. Best yeah. thing I've probably ever produced for somebody was a pie. But, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you? Uh, yeah, probably some of the T-plus this season. They're yeah. definitely the highlights of my breeding so far. I'm not going to lie, a bit jealous of that fluoro one, but anyway, we'll hopefully, talk about that. Hopefully it stays year. like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. How many failed clutches? So for me, failed. I had I had one... I had um, the one, one girl that didn't lay at all. She locked up a few times. It just didn't go, which is to be expected sometimes. Then I had a another Marvel, was one of my most anticipated clutches. Really nice pair, but um, had a bit of a breeding loan going, and someone got a bit too excited, I think, and just they went together a little bit early and didn't go to plan. So, yeah, two for me. What about yourself? I'm just counting now. I think at last season of girls I tried to breed, I had 18, 18 failed clutches. Now, out of those 18, I think there was three slug outs and 15 that didn't breed at all. So, yeah. interesting numbers. Yeah. So, like I said to you, that's what did I say, 18 girls now that are going to be rested for one year and ready for this year, which is pretty cool. I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. But my I have my handfuls now. I have my hands full now, so I can't imagine what an extra eighteen clutches would have done to me. Send me mad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy stuff. Yeah. Next. All right, Colin Schumach. Mm. When am I coming on? When we get it back running. When we get our shit together. <laughs> We've got some guests that we want to bring on. It's just more so Eden and I are just trying to get ourselves back on. I think, I think we're, our, we're our own special guests right now. <laughs> so I could sit here and talk every night if I wanted. I think then we just need to get Eden and I in a good schedule together. You've got tomorrow off, I don't. Tomorrow's my busiest day. Yeah, I'm busy though. <sighs> anyway. Next time. Next question. <laughs> All right, last question. Last. Why are you the best? I think that's directed at you, Jake. Why am I the best? Because um, I've got hypos. Nah, joking. <laughs> I don't know why. Get it out. Get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to be back. Yeah. I miss it. miss having a, a burbsy. 
What are you drinking tonight? Maker's Mark. And? Pepsi Max. Ooh, that's how you know I've gained some weight. <laughs> Kentucky yeah. straight yeah. bourbon whiskey. Um, yeah, nah, it's good. I like having a drink. I haven't had a drink all week, so having a drink, talking some smack. I feel like it's time that the world knows of my hypo stuff I'm working with. It's just I reckon you should do a post. It look, do a it bit look, of it. It, this is what it looks like, right? I'm not coming out and claiming that well, I have, but yeah. I'm not coming out and saying that it's 100% recessive, 100% hypo, 100% this, 100% that. It looks like it's hypo. looks like it's recessive. It looks like that's what I'm working with. Yeah. It's an albino that I've never, ever seen before. I've seen a lot of Albino Max, and this Sungwo is something out of this world. Yeah, and that was it's, that was it from the get go. Like we, I, I we have, at it. yeah, I have an, a high orange Albino here, and it looks nothing like this yeah. Sungwo. Different base color. The base color of the Sungwo is wider. The orange is more vibrant, and just I don't know the contrast. Yeah. It's just nuts. So um, now the actual hypos. Again, Mackies are already very dark, so it's hard. I've got a couple here that I've got bright fluoro orange eyes, which I think they're hypos, but then I've got some tricolor looking things that are the lightest things in the world that you could say $100,000 they're hypos that don't have orange eyes. So yeah. there's still a lot that needs to be worked out, but then again, there could be more genetics at play. Yeah. Do you reckon you're going to give everyone a little sneak peek soon or some photos or some? Oh, everyone's seen says. pictures. Like, I posted a picture a couple months ago of an orange-eyed Mackie. Yeah, but even some comparison pics, I reckon, yeah. from last... The biggest thing is you've got to see the whole clutch, which is hard when you've got 55 yeah. holdbacks from all from this project. Um, I paired the original female with a head out. Yeah. So yeah. all the babies were from her, and they're all possible head out. I've then gone and bred one of those. I only got one son out. Yeah. And I got five daughters. So only a small clutch. And I bred that boy to all his sisters and the mum. And I got one one clutch had albs in it and nothing else had albs in it. One female slugged out. She still slugs out. So obviously obviously that combo is working. So I'll pair her to something completely unrelated this year. See what happens. Yep. Prove out if she's a head alb or not. Yeah, Obviously, no, she might have the hypogene, but... And all the animals look normal. There's one animal out of that original female that come out tricolour looking. Yeah. But she's not hypo, she's just tricolour Yeah, so, okay. I don't know yet. Wait and see. I'll post pictures soon of them, but... Ooh. Actually, maybe I'll post a picture with the link for this podcast. Oh. I've got one. I, I, okay, I've got a picture on that that will impress some people, so I'll post it with this, but... But, yeah. Alrighty. Too easy. How good's that? I don't even know what episode we're up to, but first episode of 2021 down. Hopefully we'll see you all soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to like and share.